Yeah, for sure. All right, let me get this thing started, and then we'll jump right into it, all right? What's up, guys? John Sintez, Cutter Nation Baseball Podcast. Pretty excited today. I've got my man Connor from TrackMan. Nothing like getting the information from the source. It's my favorite part about getting on the podcast and actually having real in-depth conversations. So before we get started, if you're looking for any of our gear, check our website out. If you haven't subscribed to our podcast, we're on all podcast platforms. Spotify, we have a video. You can watch the video on YouTube. We've got Apple Podcasts. Anywhere you're looking for Cutter Nation, you can find what we have here. We have over 100 episodes on the podcast so do yourself a favor just run back in the history you can see how long we've been running this thing so without further ado my man of the hour here for the day connor once you introduce yourself let everybody know who you are where you're from how hard you throw your exit I mean, you know all the good stuff right u.s sales manager for uh, uh, where am i from uh, currently i reside in seattle washington but uh I have bounced around a good little bit, call me a geographical mutt a little bit, you know, uh, born in Seattle, grew up in Palm Springs, took some JUCO time down in San Diego, just down the road from you, and then bounced out to my uh, four-year that I went to uh, down in Centenary College of Louisiana. Got to give them a shout out for sure. They were great people down there, and then uh, came came full circle and went back home to Seattle. So. Uh, been here for the last two years. Uh, what do I throw? Man, not uh, not very hard anymore, unfortunately. So uh, you try and stay with it. But uh, I was a, a pitcher and an outfielder for most of my career, and then it quickly turned into all outfield, a glorified Labrador retriever, uh, I used to call it. So back about me and kind of my role here at Trackman. So it's been uh, it's been fun. So thanks for having me on here. Definitely. I love that's um, it's funny you say that. I, I tell that to a lot of the kids, um, you know, that come into the gym, especially we have such a wide range, right? They, you know, some of the kids want to play infield, some want to play outfield. And I remember, you know, senior year, freshman year, like they're trying to figure out if I'm a, I'm a two way, right? Fit, where, where do I fit? Right. And, and I distinctly remember like being in right field with some of the dogs and being like, dude, I just feel like an absolute gold retriever just running to the wall all day. Yeah. <laughs> life man and I, I loved it because you know uh, don't get me wrong there's times where you're doing a lot of the base you're the base runner and in infield drills but uh, you know you also get a lot of free time out there with some good buddies you know during BPs the pitchers some guys that you may not get to uh, really spend a whole lot of time with uh, other than kind of in a BP session before you hit uh, so I always I always love the outfield time because you know you get to hang out with the pitchers that still think they're uh, that they're POs that want to be uh, outfielders or think they can do it. But uh, it was always a good time. Yeah, I like I like to think that I was a power shagger. You know, I was really really was trying to keep the the dream alive. I I, I was a big sprints guy, but I mean, we were big poles when I was when I was in school, and so it was definitely important for me to, you know, get my extra sprints in, even though I would get in the you know outfielder's no, way, I mean, which is obviously a problem, problem right? But uh, you know, it was always I couldn't I couldn't take all the fly balls from all my buddies out there. They were doing the catch, you know, behind the back and all the cool uh, po tricks that they can do. Um, but yeah, now, you know, a couple of days after Christmas, my own, you know, retired baseball career life, uh, but, uh, you know, living up here in Seattle where it can be a little bit rainy some days, you know, you gotta, gotta make do. So, you know, that's how it's been. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, let's jump into it. We, you and I have been talking a lot, you know, over the time frame that we've known each other about how TrackMan's been developing a lot of their products and, you know, what the future holds. And, and you know, we have the, I always mess it up. Do I have the B1 or do so I have the you B2? Have I don't which one. one I have. We have two products. Right. There's three that you see in the MLB parks, all the majority of the college parks on a, on a lot of different levels, minor league parks, all those types of parks have the V3 system. It's a fixed mounted system that doesn't ever move, capturing in-game stuff that's happening. And then what you have is the B1 portable system. You know, it's the, does a lot of the same things to a certain degree, but it's really for the, the practice setting. In the right applications, it can be used for you know, your game situations. I got a customer just down the street from me that he uses it for his summer college uh, season where he's mounted it to the back wall of his, uh, of his, of his backstop, uh, and they use it for games. So it has applications if, if it makes sense. But it does, you know, it has its limitations all based off of your distance back from home plate. But what you have is the B1 portable system. And we, we love that because it not only does it do – the pitching but we hit with the hitting at the same time and that was very important for me right the live at bat mode like i distinctly remember talking to you guys and being like hey i, I have a feeling this is a thing and you're like yeah you're not wrong i'm like okay well uh, this is exactly what i yeah, need this I is mean, what i'm ready for the you big know? thing on our end is what what i found in my time here at trackman uh we like you know we have a lot of great people that work here at trackman that really dive into it what do we you know what do we think when we go on to what's next and kind of where do we want to take this product you know we want to continue to grow it and develop it but ultimately what i do and what a lot of people here at trackman do is we lean heavily on guys like yourself customers that are using it every single day you know hey man, i make sure to ask you know you and me talk a ton being like what's something new that you want added to this piece of technology that today is a really good piece of technology that I wish I would have had at my division three school back when I was still playing that, you know, just didn't fit into the budget. But, uh, you know, where, where can we take this? What makes sense on the everyday use case for like guys like yourself? So, I mean, uh, you weren't wrong when, uh, you know, having a sort of an all in one system was uh, on the horizon. Yeah, it's, it, it you know, I try to see the holes and, you know, everybody's trying to predict the future idea and stuff, but it just made sense to me. And then it's, it's really acted very, very nicely. You know, the, the, we've set it up inside and we've set it up outside and we've seen no issues with either one. And, you know, one of my favorite parts that, that um, we talk about here is the ability to connect six iPads and we have, we're a big iPad facility here. And, you know, I love it because, you know, not only can we record for all the different angles on one pitch, which is really cool, right? We were able to do an over-the-shoulder, we're able to do a side angle, we're able to do a behind angle that just on the pitcher, and then actually do a similar thing for the hitter as well, where we have a behind angle, a side angle, and then we're actually thinking about doing more of like a top-down angle because we have one of those light stands that can angle, so you get a little bit more of the vertical action of it, but you know, it's, it's been, like I said, it's been fun playing around with all this information and technology and, and, and just, you know, as a nerd and, and trying to be a translator yeah. to all and the I kids mean, that work with us. It's a piece of know? technology that, you know, it is used on all levels. It's not just something that's reserved for the top of the pyramid. I call it the MLB type customer. It's obviously up there, but then everything that trickles down into it and all the customers all the way down to guys like yourself in a facility that's working with an eight-year-old just starting his baseball career, 
because now a lot of these kids are so tech savvy now today, you know, they, they don't, it's not something that's over their head when you're talking to them about data, technology, and metrics, you know, in the, you know, every single week by week case uses with the TrackMan system. So it's, it's nice to get, you know, a lot of different applications that you, as you've been using it, you know, for different angles, cameras, videos, and capturing all the stuff that's happening. It's it's funny because um, you know before right we had a Raf Soto we have had we use Fishlogic balls, um, but we, I've never really seen the need to do the spin rate or get some of the data on some of the kids, and then with your unit showing extension, showing the release distances, showing the inconsistency of the bubble that's on the chart that actually shows you know what they're doing. It, it really it, you can actually compare it to myself like. It's pretty cool where I can pull up a 3D model of the pitch, you know, of mine with my extreme angle of 25 inches on my fastball and then show a kid throwing a 3-inch, 50-foot, 49-mile-an-hour, you know, easy ball, you know, and be like, look, your ball's in the air, like, so much longer than mine. The cool thing is, you know, it's very easy. It's all the data's right there in one place, you know, and you can go look at any session. You know, if you have a kid from January 1 come in and he doesn't come back for whatever reason, travel and vacation until December 31st, an entire calendar year, you can still go back and find your January 1 stuff and kind of see. And if you have a kid the entire year, you get to see the progressional gains, you know, that a kid is making. You know, hey, this is where you were last week or last month. Now this is where you're at, which is something that's really, really cool because every kid, you know, you know, from all levels, guys that are MLB players, they're trying to get better. And that's, you know, the eight-year-olds that are just starting out want to eventually get there. And that's a cool thing that I get to see nowadays being on the on this side of it, you know, how to get kids onto the next level and to the ultimate goal of getting as far as their careers will go. Yeah, it, it's, you know, showing the kids, you know, some of these benchmarks that we come up. But I haven't really seen anybody put it out, and I'm not sure if you guys put it out, but, you know, we try to – work in the 500s basically right we start off with trying to get things over a thousand then over 1500 2000 2500 you know i i see it as guys throw harder right and we get a 25 26 2800 spin rate fastball you know is there a do you guys have a metric technically right that's like i say it's like 100 to 150 where we see ball flight affecting is that something that you're aware of is that or is that something you guys can make a claim on because i don't think anybody's said anything about spin rates and vertical axis no, right? but you know we like to uh when it comes to talking about the all the different types of metrics that you capture you know we want to capture as many as we can to give you guys like yourself all the information possible to relay the message to these kids of all ages, hey, this is where we're at. This is kind of what we see on different levels, you know, from the Mike Trouts of the world and the Aaron Judges of the world and the Jose Altuve's. You know, how do we get, you know, to a to a number that makes sense at your appropriate age, you know, range? So um, can we claim it? No, but we, you know, we want to give our customers all the tools possible and all the metrics possible that, uh, you know, continues to grow the game of baseball. And that's that's the key goal here at yeah, TrackMan. Yeah, we, we use it every day. I, I, you know, big, big fan. I know all our college guys. I mean, I'm sure we're, I'm sure we're flooding up your cloud system. I'm not sure if you've seen, but we got to be top, we got to be top five in the country on, on. Hey, we love, we love to hear it. Cause I mean, that's, that's the ultimate thing. We want guys like you to, you know, use it and abuse it every single day. Uh, you know, and that's, you know, the ultimate goal here. hundred percent. Couldn't agree more. It's, it's a beautiful unit. The, 
just the, the ecosystem alone, being able to, you know, get on an iPad. Like, here's a great example. Um, you know, Fridays we do live at Baths, and as we upload all the data and get all the video into the system, by the time I get home that night, let's say I'm crashing a bed, I can pull up my iPad at the house, whip open the app, and then go in and watch the videos, look at some of the data, and see from there. And that's just like, it's so easy. That's what I, I try to convey to everybody. When people ask about the track, man, I'm like, you, 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 this is one of those things that's like, you need this because it actually works the way it's supposed to. Things are where they're supposed to be. They don't get lost. I can search the fact that I can like type in John Sentez into my cloud and find my name. And then like, Oh, look, here's all my sessions. Like it's just dumb, easy, searchable things like that, that, that kudos yeah, to you guys. Cause that's, that's the ultimate goal, you know, is, you know, we don't, we don't want it to be tough. We want it to be user friendly because that's, you guys are going to use it a ton is that's the ultimate hope. So, you know, we wanted to make it easy to one to use and then to find all the information on the back end. You know, we don't want to make it tough where stuff gets lost or you have data in six different spots. We all want it right there. Uh, you know, every session that you have done under your profile is all going to come up in a good, nice little block for you to click through and kind of see. So uh, it's, you know, it's great to hear that you're loving the product, and I appreciate you know, uh, you know the relationship and the friendship that's been de developed between you and me between the last couple of months of you having your system. Yeah, I'm excited to to see where this thing's going because like like we you know we've talked about some crazy ideas, and I'm going to talk about some crazy ideas again you know with this and knowing how lidar works, knowing how the iPhones and the things that are going like, you know. I really would love to see an augmented reality strike zone on the iPad. And that would be unbelievably cool. I know, I, I know what I'm saying a lot, right? But, you know, I, I know a lot of those big league systems use, you know, the TrackMan stuff or at least some of the competitors that, that at least display. Yeah, I mean, we're, you guys we're continuing to grow both of our products, the B3 and the portable B1. You know, we're uh, currently we're in the process of finishing up some nice, you know, player tracking on the V3 system. And then the B1 is, you know, we just uh, we're on the, you know, just released 3D spin about a week ago. Uh, so we're very excited about that. And uh, here, once we kind of regroup after the ABCA event that's going to be taking place here next week, uh, we'll get back, you know, we got some cool things on the drawing on the whiteboard, I guess, so, you know, call it that we're going to continue to move into next. Uh, so we have some exciting things for 2023. We haven't, uh, you know, narrowed down exactly what we're doing just yet, but we got some pretty cool ideas on where to take both of our products into the next, uh, next year and the next, you know, moving forward and following. So we're excited. Yeah, it's, it's the 3D spin, just jumping on that right there, was it's a great representation, especially on guys yep. that cut and sink it on accident, you know, and being able to actually show the different angles. That's that's one of the things that PitchLogic had done earlier, you know, with that baseball. But, you know, it, it just having it, having it where you can just go back and forth and then see what it is. And, you know, you can really just show a kid, especially with the, you know, we, we sometimes will run two different, because here's a here's the thing we'll run two different ipads side by side and run a slow-mo version and then we'll run a real-time version because like the real time gives me a little bit of a thing with the blurry so i can see the hand speed as it goes through the slow-mo i actually want to see like how the balance of the ball is coming yep. off the fingers I mean, as it goes towards the I mean, it sounds like you're using your system to its full capacity and using every every trick in the tool belt that you could possibly have to get all the type, different angles to really dive in because there's there's it's very complex when you when you start talking about it uh, about all the that happen in just a short sixty feet six inch space of uh, of pitcher to catcher so and uh, 
it's it's great to hear. Yeah, awesome. So, can't leak any uh, any secrets coming out. No, 2023. I, I can't, can't leak really leak. Uh, I'm excited. What we have, um, at least some stuff. Uh, we you know we may have some stuff to talk about at ABCA next come next week. Um, you know, but, you know, we're excited about the 3D spin that we just released as of, you know, a week ago. That's been a, uh, a project in this back half of 2022, um, you know, and now that that's out, you know, we once it's out, now it's going to be in the hands of you guys and it's leaning on you guys, you know, hey, what makes sense? What else, you know, could we add to this and continue to grow? Uh, and we're excited about it, but uh, that's that's kind of what we're looking at. Uh, you know, we possibly might do some things, you know, um, some game type situations for the B1, uh, you know, being able to calibrate farther back, you know, to accommodate for farther back backstops, you know, um, but that's, uh, you know, what we're possibly going to be doing here in 2023. Yeah, that's great. We're going to run a summer team and I'm going to do the old yeah. showcase screen behind the catcher. And so I'd like to be able to pull it back as far as possible. Yeah, of course. Obviously, you know, it has a good calibration range today, but I definitely agree. It could, uh, we could definitely back it up, I think, farther and uh, give our customers the ability to still have to use that screen, back it up more. Uh, so the umpire, it's not on top of him, but uh, we're, uh, we're working on that. So. Yeah, I love that. What about, um, so one of the things that uh, I'm not sure if it, it comes up, but, does, does it, and I don't deal with it that much in hitting. I'm, I'm selfish. I keep it on my pitching side all the time. We, we only drop it over on the hitting side during live at-bats. But correct me if I'm wrong, it doesn't do spin Not rate on at the hitting, moment. Correct? So it gives you, on the hitting side, you know, you get your exit speed, your exit velo, your depth, you know, how, how you know, are you hitting, are you getting jammed in there, or are you too far out in front, pulling it foul for a right-handed batter's purpose, you know. But the spin rate, you know, and uh, possible – uh, bat tracking is where we're kind of thinking about taking the hitting side of our of our software next. So uh, we're excited about that. Uh, we have run into uh, just some questions on how to make it all happen. Just, you know, you get all kinds of different bats, you know, colors, metal versus wood. So just making sure that we can track the bat appropriately and shoot out correct metrics is where uh, that sort of where we're thinking of going next with uh, the hitting side. crazy i couldn't imagine like getting a 3d map of the bat and the baseball as it's going through like especially with the 3d map that you have now like just you could have all those little like laser beams pointed in there with just the the, the angles of it too that'd be really cool that'd be really cool that's exciting so you, hey we got a little something a good foothold in a good you know because like obviously with trackman golf our other side of our company you know a big part of our company you know we can do club head speed Stuff like that. So, I mean, uh, obviously in the golf world, a lot of the clubs as far as drivers and irons and stuff like that are all similar in color, you know, the black, the silver, stuff like that. So it makes it easy, I think. Um, but, you know, with baseball, it gets a little bit different when you have, you know, red bats, blue bats, wood, metal, all those different things coming at from a different angle. So we just want to make sure that we, we get it appropriately and correctly so our customers are getting the, the best data like we always have them. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't agree more. We love it. We trust it. We like. I get the joke I told you. We actually say during live at bats, like if it's a really close pitch, which happens all the time, right? It says trackman ball. 
TrackMan Strike. Like it just, you know, and you guys also have that like double-edged box, so it creates it creates for really good funny content and debates over how you, close you it really I've, was, I've definitely know? been doing some of those. You get some arguments on the uh, on the TrackMan Ball Strike, you know, because we do have, you know, I guess that second box is considered the black. Uh, so obviously uh, with an umpire judgment call there, but with the track man, it makes it, you know, a little bit judgment call isn't really a thing. It's sort of a, you know, a sort of a black and white type of a conversation. Yeah, totally. Um, so you, in the update as well, um, this is something I was wondering on. I thought I saw this, but did the processing yeah, speed Yeah, so obviously uh, the processing speed uh, did increase, you know, because ultimately we want to get our metrics, you know, every single pitch, you know, as quickly as we can. We don't want our customers waiting, you know. Uh, so we continue to grow that and, you know, how, how quickly can we shoot the stuff back out to you. Uh, so, yes, we did increase that a little bit, which was uh, it's always great to see that. What was the uh, the average? So the average before, before was about a three second turnaround. By the time it was caught, by the time the catcher was releasing it back to his hand, going back to the pitcher, that's when it was popping up. Now it's down to that second and a half, two seconds. Uh, depends on if you have uh, what we call, uh, you know, some different toggles turned on TMS, or some of our guys can see it. It'll slow it down just because it's it's searching it a little bit longer. Um, but if you're just doing your basic standard, you know, using it, it's about a you know a two second turnaround time, which is you know very quick two seconds is unreal it's it's amazing like like i said we we get this whole process you know over here with with everything that we're trying to show everybody and, and like you said the, the time that the kid is able to you know get it back from the catcher we've already got the 3d model the video is already loaded into the file as well so we get a nice little auto replay that kind of works yeah, out well you know, so it's, well it's we had nice. seen you know the, the video when you have video the bit that was the big thing that could slow it down depending on uh you know certain factors your wi-fi cape how good is your wi-fi stuff like that but uh we've increased that so now it seems to be a more smooth line process and it has sped it up nicely for us so we're we're very happy with the turnaround time for each pitch Yeah, we definitely, you know, very minimal misses. And most of the time it's a miss where it's like, well, the ball was literally 10 feet from the plate. So I, I can't blame it for missing one that Those is behind ones, the batter. Uh, you know, because you know? we have, you know, TrackMan as a whole, you know, we, we're in a few different sports where, but one of them being cricket, uh, we are not in because the bouncing of the ball in cricket, it just can't capture it uh, on that bounce. So same thing in pitching. If a guy, you know, buries a curveball, you know, 50 feet in front of the uh, – in front of the in the dish, you know, it's not going to capture that one, unfortunately. But I have seen a lot of times, you know, those ones that are way out there do get captured, which is pretty funny because, you know, you're not missing anything. Obviously, that's not a pitch that you really are uh, concerned about knowing those metrics, but it's, it shows the test of the system capturing all all pitches thrown at it. Okay, so I've got a couple comments here, and they want to know um, – and obviously they're talking about the B1, right? Why is the B1 priced what it is? And could you, you know, are you allowed to uh, comment on the comment uh, of the, the B1? The price of it, uh, we have two different ways of going about you know, it. Uh, uh, you can go a single mode system where your choice of one side of the software or the other, so just hitting or just pitching goes for $18,995. Dual mode being 24995 I call that one the all bells and whistles package. You get the pitching, the hitting, and the live AB. Um, why is it priced where it's priced? You know, we 
you know, we understand that it's uh, it's an expensive product. We do get creative where my job being in sales is to get the product into guys' hands, you know. So we do get creative with, uh, you know, payment breakups, stuff like that, because ultimately, you know, the system doesn't do me any good sitting on my shelf back in Denmark. Uh, you know, that's where we're based. But um, it's that way just because it is such a premium product. We view it as a luxury, you know, sort of a luxury item. Um, it's not something that is, you know, uh, the easiest thing to get. And the people that do have it, once they do make that, you know, entire purchase, they uh, realize, you know, this is a step up from anything that I've had in the past. And it's a, uh, it's a great tool, great development tool. And we, we love it, you know, and our customers seem to love it, you know, and we, we're, you know, but we do understand that we should try and uh, figure out some different things, but that's kind of where we're at today with it. Yeah, I would, you know, definitely a little pricey, but you know, for the, the amount of use that we get out of it and how simple it is, like, you know, there are certain things you pay for and, and, you know, we tell everybody I've, I've, you know, I've used a lot of the different units and this one is by far, the most reliable, the easiest to use, and the most consistent. And especially with the amount of upgrades that you're just constantly doing firmware with, too. You know, I mean, like, I, there were a couple issues we had before, right, where I sent you a couple texts where I'm like, look, I have no idea what's going on with this right in here. And just, like, customer service as well. Like, you guys definitely get full kudos on that because it's just, you know, we're, I'm dealing with a thing with one of our other companies on our pitching machine, and it's just, like, oh, yeah, that's it's been like four or five a, months now. Uh, we have a, I have a great support team down there in Scottsdale, Arizona. We have some, you know, a team that's working 24, 24 7, seven days a week, you know, because we realize that this baseball business, this industry, is not your standard Monday through Friday. You know, Saturday and Sunday is very much a time where guys are working like yourself. And if there's ever a problem, which we don't run across too many, we want to address it immediately and get it resolved. And obviously, you know, if it needs to be ran up a flagpole, you know, guys across the water over in Denmark, where we have some of our other developers, they're working just as hard to uh, resolve the issue and get it done in a timely manner. So uh, we, I, I can't, I cannot talk highly enough about my support staff, you know, on, uh, you know, in Scottsdale or across the seas over in Denmark, we uh, we try to make our customers as happy as we can. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I'm I'm very happy with the product for sure. Um, well, do you have any other news for us? I know, like ABCA, I'm excited about that. I can't wait to, you know, be there with you guys. Like, you know, the people that have never been, I try to explain it to them. I'm like, this is the craziest you know, convention baseball, if it doesn't matter if you're a novice baseball or an ex expert, like you're going to learn something and be around yeah, no, I mean, some of the top people in the industry. The ABCA is, it's a, it is a wonderful convention to be at. I cannot, you know, last year was actually my first ABCA at and, uh, and being in Chicago where it was 10 degrees, uh, you know, and it was still a great time, even a year closer to COVID back then. Uh, now, uh, you know, it was still a great time. Great to get with people. There's so many different minds there and cool people to talk with everything from, you know, MLB guys to really big time programs in the NCAA level to, you know, parents with their kids just coming to, you know, be in the area and be around the experience. It's a great time. I can't speak highly enough about it. And I'm excited. I'm excited to get back out there. It's been uh, it, it, whenever whenever we get there, it's over too quickly. So uh, we're excited. We're excited to see everybody. We'll have, a, you know, all of our guys, some new sales guys for us that are uh, this will be their first one. So we're excited to uh, introduce everybody and kind of kind of see everybody again.
Awesome. Yeah, me too. I'm excited to see everybody again, too. When we did the event at USD, uh, it was a blast just like literally talking to the engineers. I was telling the guys that were with us, I was like, it's very cool to like hang out with the people that are designing this system right here. And like we get to actually have conversations about what we like, what we don't, what would you want to see? And I'm like, talking That's to cool, like, you know, real we have a great scientists. team that, you know, like I said earlier in this, we lean heavily on our customers, you know, to tell us, you know, what you guys want. And uh, we're very open about it that we want our customers to, you know, there's very much open line of communication at all times. You know, if you find something that you thought would be a good idea or you know, some, some huge thing that you want, you know, we can, we love to hear from customers all the time to tell us, you know, give us their ideas because, you know, we're a, we're a, we're a small team over here. And any uh, idea that, you know, we could possibly bring to the table for our customers is what we're trying to do. Totally, totally. You guys have done a great job. I don't want to eat up too much more of your time. Like I said, I'm excited to see you guys over in, in Chicago. Maybe we'll see. I'm not sorry. Nashville, right? Oh, my God. Chicago's last year. Nashville. But, yeah, I'm pumped about the uh, exit velo challenge and any other, you know, maybe you'll have a spin rate challenge for some of us pitchers. I don't know. Spin rate one, I don't have a wing anymore to throw BP uh, for three straight days. But uh, we'll have a good pitching machine, the exit velo challenge with some giveaways and some prizes. So we're excited about that. So uh, please come on by and uh, have uh, have some of your guys uh, get in the ring for us. So, oh, trust me, trust me, we'll be in there, myself included. I will try to. Perfect. If I can no, pop a hundo, I'll be happy. So I will see what day Thursday morning. Uh, we we actually fly on Wednesday. We have a clinic. I may need to talk to you about that too. We're trying to. We're running a clinic at. The Hit Lab, which is like Nolansville, which is south. But I think we're looking for uh, a, uh, a unit to borrow so we can get some data on it to have fun with it to put it out there. I think he said he knows somebody, but uh, maybe we can poke around and see yeah, if we can find Yeah, I can look at it. Uh, I'm out. getting in on Wednesday. I can't. Okay. Right. Do with the booth and stuff like that. But uh, we can, you and me can talk and we can figure out something. Sounds good. Sorry to mess with the microphone a little bit this whole time, but it worked out pretty well. So, Connor, thank you again so much. I appreciate your time. Right. Looking forward to you. I'll Grab see you next me. week. Have All a right, great buddy. Night. See ya.